You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Man, it's been a while. It's Tuesday. It's The Big Show. Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960 The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. 5-4 win. Not in overtime. Looks Big like reg win. Stealing a couple points from the Stars. Looks, looks That'll like, add up in the end. Looks like we were headed to overtime. But no, no, no. No, 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 no. Jonathan Ubardo decided to throw a beautiful pass to one Tyler Toffoli, who just was money. Cash that. 5-4 Flames. The defensive play by Dan Evan Weaker made the play. Oh, wow. Okay. Hot take. I don't know why he's listening. We're not talking about the defenseman or not. And it's, I guess this is a hot take. <laughs> um, Flames with so a 5-4 win. Uh, was you know put that back on Alex because it's been a while since we've heard that song Please. like it's been mm. and it's been a while since we've heard that song mm-hmm. turn it up mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Jeff Blair coming up on the show mm-hmm. Ryan Leslie he's with the Flames yeah. Better believe it. Mike Commodore on the broadcast yesterday. He was good. A little Marty fun. Turco. He was fun. Yeah, was he getting was he getting nut tapped by the players as they I believe he as was. They walked by? Yeah, I believe he was. Well done. Uh Sarah McClellan covers the Minnesota Wild. Yeah. Which must be a roller coaster of fun. Like covering the Minnesota Wild must be like your uh-huh. birthday and losing your virginity all rolled into one every day. That's two good things, right? Well, yeah. So every day is an amazing day. Every day is your birthday. Yeah. And trading in your V-Club membership. Which is, okay. Yeah. yeah. Is it that good to be a Minnesota Wild fan? Or covering the team must be that awesome. Because it's so many, like, it's so electric. Watch the Minnesota Wild oh, on a game-in, game-out I see basis. What, I see what you're doing here. Mm-hmm. What? Yes. Good what point. am I doing? Great point by you. They are, they are, they have 97. They're fun. They have the second most exciting 97 in the NHL. Yeah. They're super fun. I can't tell if you're being serious or not. No. (laughs) Of course I am. I don't think you are. The Wild are are so fun. I don't think you are. Uh, I don't think you think the Wild are fun at all. Uh, Flames win. 5-4 in Dallas yesterday. Play the back end of the back-to-back tonight in Minnesota. Against those wild uh, producer Patrick Dumas is back. Alex Brody, the Swiss Army knife of the show, is back on the um, on the board. Patrick, we had an we had an issue yesterday. Oh no! <laughs> I don't know if you were listening. I don't think you were. No, I was not. Yeah, I don't blame you. So, <laughs> what happened yesterday was um, we had a, a gentleman call in. We're trying to give away kiss tickets. All right. And uh, he mentioned Yoko Ono, oh. and GVP was on the board, and Alex and GVP had no idea who Yoko Ono was, oh. nor did they know who really John Lennon was. Oh. So the next time you're away, unfortunately, because I like when you're here, obviously, you're the glue of the show, <laughs> um, we're going to have a general knowledge quiz between Alex and GVP. Oh, I got to listen to that. Yeah. What Are you nervous about that, Alex, or what? I... I am like I got. Can you name all four Beatles? No, I couldn't even name a second Beatle yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was bad. Oh, it was really yeah. bad. And that's like I'm not nervous for the quiz. I, I honestly feel kind of <laughs> confident that I'd still win. 
Oh, wow. Okay. I'm I'm just nervous that I'm going to embarrass myself on the air again. <laughs> That's what I'm more nervous for. Okay. It is going to happen a lot of times before you leave this show. You're going to embarrass yourself on <laughs> the air. Listen, it's not <laughs> about embarrassing yourself on the air. It's about we we poke fun at each other. Like the clip I said yesterday, play it for Patrick. The fresh drop we have on the show <laughs> about balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, give me one second. One second, sorry. I need that immediately, Alex. <laughs> I needed it yesterday. I was laying balls like I was messy yesterday. Sorry, That's what? My passing was. You were doing mm-hmm. uh, Again, um, when you say stuff like that, it gets clipped, and that's what we use on the show. We're all, it's a team effort here, Alex. It's not about being embarrassed. Oh, absolutely. Um, So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that quiz, the general knowledge oh quiz God. we're gonna do between GVP and Alex. Just everything pre nineteen eighty. Well, no, like I, I've even looked up some stuff okay. already to even ask them. All right, because I have a feeling that our education system has let both of them down. <laughs> well, I wouldn't blame you there. Now, no, yeah, it's not a great one. Yeah, not only in this province, but in this country in general. Like the the lack of general knowledge. Mm. Like, I asked the current girlfriend uh, last night on the phone. She's not good at geography. Right no, here. she's not. I go, I go, I don't even know how it came up in conversation. Oh, because you were at, talking about the Beatles. And what, she goes, how's radio today? She never listens. <laughs> how's um, radio? Yeah, so she asked me. It's, it's the best. Um, yeah, she has no idea. Yo, grinding nine to five, totally playing in that iron, you know? Yeah, totally clueless. So I asked her, I go, in that I'm going to ask Alex this. Alex, I'm going to ask you this question that I asked the current girlfriend last night. You're not allowed to look anything up. Okay. <laughs> this is a very easy question that she had no idea. What are the three oceans that border Canada, oh, that touch no. Canada? Oh, okay. Uh, Pacific, Atlantic, and Arctic. Yeah, she has yeah. no idea about that. She's like, nobody knows that. I'm like, it's the most what? basic of basic knowledge. <laughs> like, if I showed like the, a map of the world, she probably couldn't point out Africa on the map like with the have you seen that ever seen that map where they asked like 500 americans to point to iran on a <laughs> on a globe and they all and like very few pointed to where actual iran was that's not surprising yeah very it, little. it's hilarious they think north of uh the united states is water a lot of them they oh, don't yeah. know that canada's no, up canada yeah, america's hat <laughs> yeah <laughs> america's toque more like yeah it. What's a toque? What's um, a toque? So, Alex, uh, you're going to be squaring off with GVP in a general knowledge. When's the last time? When's the next time you're away, Patrick? Oh, I don't know. Okay. I'll find a day, probably. <laughs> All right. Or they got you doing something else? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Okay. So, uh, we'll do that general knowledge test between GVP and uh, Alex. <laughs> uh, we got some, you got your chance to win some kiss tickets today. Again. It's literally the last time you'll be able to see kiss. Their yeah, fi- sure. Final tour, probably. Yeah, I believe yeah, that. Their final tour again. Sure. Now, again. <laughs> right on. Uh, we were doing it yesterday. Uh, Kiss. Brought to you by Live Nation. Night service. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted, because Maddie and I were doing it all day yesterday. I wanted Alex to read it from yesterday. Today. Wait, read what? The the Kiss. um. The kiss read that Ma- uh, Maddie and I were doing yesterday. Oh, like the hardcore radio voice guy. Yeah, I wanted like to hear you want to really, really dive into your rock FM jock. Yeah, like like Alex was just rocking out on Jack FM to announce it. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> I I want Alex to do it. I'll give you some time, Alex. We'll dig up yesterday's. Uh, I have the rundown from yesterday. Okay, where you have it. And uh, yeah, Live Nation presents Kiss 
end of the road world tour, November 12th, 2023, Scotiabank Saddledome. Scotiabank Saddledome. Tickets on sale Friday, March 10th. Get a March 10th. Beat the box office. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sending it to you right now, Alex. And then you can, uh, I want you to read it in radio voice, guy. Because I think you'll do well at this. Oh, okay. This is the original Kiss lineup, too? Is it? I don't know. Is it? I, I'm, I'm wondering. Maybe. Like, what? Perhaps. Uh, who, who's, like, outside of the original lineup? No, it's not the original lineup. There's no uh, no Peter Chris and Ace Freely. They're not in it. Really? It's just Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, and then Eric Singer and Tommy Thayer. Oh. So Peter Chris and uh, Ace Freely were like, we done. We're too old? So the so the Starman and Catman aren't going to be there. Wait, I thought Paul Stanley was the star child. Oh, maybe. Uh, I thought Ace Freely was star child. No, I thought Paul Stanley was. Oh, he's space. Yeah, yeah. Ace Freely was a space ace. Yeah, 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 yeah. and uh, Peter Chris was the cat. Yeah, right? Peter Chris is the cat. Yeah, yeah. That Tyler to Foley breakaway was more clutch than blank. That Tyler to Foley breakaway was more clutch than blank. Nine sixty, nine sixty. Name and location, Maddie. That Tyler Toffoli was breakaway was more clutch than what? Well, it was more clutch than any goal that they've scored in the regular season so far this season. I think that's fair to say. I started thinking of other clutch moments. Uh, the Kawhi shot. I don't think it surpasses that. There was a little <laughs> bit of uh, there was a you little think? bit more on the table at that point. The bat flip. <laughs> the bat flip. There was maybe a little bit more on is, the table. Is Tyler Toffoli forever point? a flame now because of that goal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like uh, the Crosby Golden Goal, close, uh, really close. Steph LeBay in the shootout for Canada in the gold medal game, super close, okay. really, really tight. Yeah. Adam Vinatieri's kicking two field goals to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, yep. close to that. Clutch, one hundred percent. Tom Brady on basically every fourth quarter drive he's ever needed to go on. Uh, by the way, Rich Eisen yesterday reporting. What? The door's not closed. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, here well, we yeah, go they, they, looked, they looked at Tampa's quarterback oh, death as like, no, Kyle no, Trask. No. Hold on. Oh. Word at the combine, according to Rich Eisen, Vegas? the Miami Dolphins oh. are the team that are circling Tom Brady. Well, that's where he was supposed to go two years ago. Yes. Yeah, well, that's where retired people stay in Florida. <laughs> so, yeah, Florida. <laughs> Florida. Yeah. The great so, free state of Florida. Yeah, great. Um, Outstanding news. There's a lot of NFL <laughs> yeah, stuff yesterday. Again, because we know that uh, the ownership of the Dolphins, they love them some Tom Brady. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it cost him a, and we a know draft that pick. <laughs> Tua definitely loves him some Tom Brady. No. Uh, He's dealing with concussion issues. Yes. Yeah, he was healthy at the end of the season, but Miami's done some nice work. Hired. I love the Vic Fangio hiring as a defensive coordinator. But, uh, yeah, Tom Brady potentially can come back to the Dolphins. But texts are already coming in, 960, 960, <laughs> name and location. That Tyler Toffoli breakaway last night was more clutch than blank. 960, 960, your chance to win KISS tickets for November. We got a pair to give away every day all week. So we're super excited about that. Um, That lineup last night, when you saw Walker Dewar was being scratched, Mm-hmm. You're, you can see Maddie's face. <laughs> like a t- nobody's happy. I wish I wish I could tweet out and just I wish I could just be Maddie's face into all of our listeners right now. When I just said your reaction when Walker Doer was scratched, 
Maddie was like, he had that look on his face of total and complete disgust. Right? It was it was that look where you're like, uh, what did I do? Like you really went hard last night and you're staring yourself in the mirror and go, Did I really need that eighth shot of Jagger last night? Where's no, probably my wallet? Not. Yeah. Where's my phone? Where did I leave my car? Who's dis- in the, my bed? You're disgusted in yourself. That was his face. Your thoughts pregame. And again, there's a lot of positives from last night's game, and we'll get to all of them. Mm-hmm. Your initial thought when you saw Walker Dewar get healthy scratched last night by Daryl Sutter. You know, he'd just been playing so poorly, George, that it was the only thing that made sense. I say that very tongue-in-cheek because I'd actually liked a lot of what Walker Dewar had been bringing to the table. You mean his speed and his size? And I think that he forced the hand, not necessarily forced the hand, but made them very comfortable to say, okay, he's our next Brett Ritchie style of guy that's going to play with some speed, play with some grit, and has a little bit more scoring touch than we've seen from Brett Ritchie in his brief time here with the Flames. So he gets sat down. They get Nick Ritchie into the lineup. I actually thought playing with Huberto and Kadri, he looked he looked like he fit in for the most part. There was a terrible penalty late in the game. Oh my! Just oh, just terrible. Very selfish, undisciplined. Very so stupid. Very Zona Coyotes. We, we would be so all over him like a dirty shirt today if that was the penalty that cost the Flames the game. Oh, last night. it would be send him back, yeah. back to the mullet. And he had a good game last night. He was pretty good. And yeah. I actually had some, early goal. I had somebody tweet me last night. What do they say? Really? Uh, Jordan. At Jordan, uh, Jordy Nash. Is that your buddy, Jordan? No. no. Uh, at, he, he tagged me at George Russick. Man, I hope Richie scores a hat trick to stuff it down Toronto George's throat. Thanks for <laughs> listening, Jordy. Yeah. Because yeah, I said I've seen a lot of yeah. Nick Richie. Yeah. And it's been a lot of underwhelming play. Mm-hmm. And then he was hoping for a hat trick. And then I responded, I hope so too. Something along the lines, it'd be good content for the show. Yeah, he had a goal. He yeah. was solid. Hits, shots. Yeah, listen. He was Walk- an impact player last night. Walker Dewar came out of the lineup for Nick Ritchie. They wanted to shuffle their top group. Um, Dylan Dubé moves down in the lineup for whatever Way that's down. worth. Yeah. And that, that just felt like a guy like, hey, we know you can play center, and this is not what Adam Rizicka does, so you go do it because you can do that. Mm-hmm. And Pelche's been playing good. Let's put him with Lindholm and Toffoli. And I thought that line... Looked rejuvenated as well. Mm-hmm. Like this was the one game where, as much as the back line was good, they didn't like pop, and they weren't miles ahead of every other line for the Flames, which is yeah. a good thing for the group as a whole. Yeah, it wasn't good to see Dewar come out. I think we all know there's some guys further down the lineup who probably should have come out instead. Yep. But um, the inverse of seventy-one, maybe. Uh, but that's the way she goes. Yeah. Uh, again, I know. Uh, obviously, Daryl loves him some Milan Lucic, and that was the number one. Everybody's like, why is Lucic out there? And when Lucic was scratched, let's not forget, he did come back with a vengeance. Mm-hmm. But he did look a little tired and slow last night. The one thing I would say against Dallas is they're a big team. It's a bit of a rivalry game. Like, he is one of the guys that can kind of settle down a Yanni Hackenpah or something along those lines. But even then... I feel like I'm reaching, George. Hmm. I feel like I'm doing a bit of a reach here. Now, do you think there's any possibility <laughs> that Walker Dewar gets back into the lineup tonight on the back end of a back-to-back and potentially Milan Lucic fits? Because I would say probably not because they won last night. I would say probably not. 
just this would be a great spot to put Dewar in and say, hey, Milan, veteran day. Back end of a back-to-back. Load management. You yep. don't have to tell him that, hey, it's a performance-related scratch. You just say, hey, 36-year-old guy, like, let's give you a night off here on a back-to-back when we're going to really need you for the playoff push. Mm-hmm. I would I wouldn't contemplate it, but I also... I've watched this team for, you know, 65 games at this point and understand how the rationale usually goes. Um, 960, 960, name and location. These are flying in right now. Um, Tyler Toffoli's breakaway was more clutch than blank. Your chance to win kiss tickets. Kiss. <laughs> end, end, of the w- end of the world road tour. <laughs> <laughs> That's close. End Alex, of the world are, road to what was it, Alex? Do you have it? Live cl- Nation presents Kiss yeah. End of the Road World Tour. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I love it. Go ahead and throw that on a hot that key. thing. That Hang thing. On. Yeah, that thing's gonna get played. <laughs> oh uh, man, we, if we were giving away Wu Tang tickets, oh that'd be great. Yeah, have to do that. Oh, that would be great. Um, 960, 960, name and location. Uh, that Tyler Toffoli breakaway last night was more clutch than blank. That Tyler Toffoli breakaway last night was more clutch than blank. 960, 960, name and location. Um, we're doing that. When do you, when, when you want to give tickets away? I'd like to give tickets away sometime later in the show. Uh, 8.45 open... because Sarah McClellan can't yeah. join us for the whole segment. So we can yeah. do it right at the end of the program. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah! Yeah! Good job, guys. Yes! Yeah! Yes. FM radio. Yeah. Rock music. Um, We got lots to do in the Rose Report. I have so ahead. much to do. We should I know, hurry that's why I'm going to break. Yeah. You throw? I know you got lots of stuff to do. Um, The so, Oilers. Nine goals, George. You yeah. got to get to them. Yeah, the Oilers won in Buffalo last night. My brother and my nephew were at the game. They got to watch 97 go video game mode? Uh, They got tickets. They were sitting like 12 rows up. For like forty dollars each. I love how the Sabers. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I can't get enough of the Sabers. Yeah. And the people in the city are like, meh, no. Twelve rows up, hard pass. Yeah, because yeah, but the, again, they're very jaded towards the organization. I understand. You can't blame them. Yeah, it's for kind, being. It's like Oakwood A's fans. Like they weren't at the park, and it's not yeah. necessarily because they don't love their team. It's because they were mad at the They've ownership. They've been jerked around for too long. Yeah, and they said, "Listen, we're not giving this knob any more of our money." Yeah. Um, lots to do in the Rose Report. And then at the top of the hour, uh, more on the Flames game. Jeff Blair is going to join us later on the show. Ryan Leslie, Sarah McClellan. Uh, let's have some fun. Flames win 5-4 last night in Dallas. It's the big show. Russick and Rose Sportsnet 960, the fan. Your number one spot for Flames coverage can be found on Flames Talk with me, Pat Steinberg. Exclusive interviews, trusted insiders, and the latest news. Listen live weekday afternoons at 4 or stream the Flames Talk podcast on demand. Good morning. It's Tuesday. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sports at 960, the fan live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Serving Calgary and Southern Alberta since 1992. They got you covered for everything basement Flames win 5-4 last night in Dallas. Your chance to win a pair of KISS tickets on the old text line. I think we'll mix in some phone calls to wrap up the program as well. All I know is people's, uh, they, they got a, they're, they're quite incontinent. Is what I'm what I'm gathering from <laughs> okay. this. That's an issue. Um yes. <laughs> that Tyler Toffoli breakaway was more clutch than blank. That Tyler Toffoli breakaway 
was more clutch than blank. 960, 960, name and location. Your chance to win kiss tickets. Tickets go on sale on Friday. So you're already locked in. You can beat the box office. Yeah, you got plans for November at the at the Scotiabank Saddle Dome. Watch mm, that dome's getting kiss. a lot of we're getting a workout with concerts lately. Yeah, it's awesome. Kiss is gonna blow the roof off the Saddle Dome. <laughs> we don't Careful. need a Rogers please, place. Please don't do that. It's the serious in <laughs> yeah, damage. They need of having yeah, the, the roof flames. Fall off. <laughs> yeah, the, the flames so. need that rink desperately let's maybe not turn it up to 11 please if yeah. you don't mind gene <laughs> let's not do that um jeff blair um from blair and barker gonna join us at 7 30 ryan leslie with the flames he's in minnesota uh he'll join us at eight o'clock and sarah mcclellan covers the wild at 8 30 but right now it's time for the rose report brought to you by motorworks if you own a bmw choose motorworks for service and repairs they'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10 percent on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Blue. Yeah, well, 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 welcome to your Tuesday and your morning report. Flames with a stunner last night. Great shot by Toff and uh, game over right there. Game over right there down in the Big D. Tonight in mini, we'll tell you all about it. Plus, look at the NHL sked from yesterday and today. Raps, Jays. NFL notes, Wranglers back at it, plenty to, let, plenty to get to so we won't waste any more time. Flames began a two-game road trip down in Dallas, four straight wins in the regular season in Dallas for Calgary for whatever that's worth. Nick Ritchie made his Flames debut in a shuffling of the group of forwards. Jacob Pelche moved to play with Lindholm and Toffoli. Okay. Ritchie joined Cotterie and Huberto. Check. Back on line stayed the same. Of course. And Dylan Dubé down centering Trevor Lewis and Milan Lucic. Uh, Walker Dewar comes out of the lineup. Excuse me, what? Yeah, Walker Dewar came out of the lineup. So Dylan Dubé went down. Oh, okay. Milan Lucic stayed. So Trevor Lewis stayed. You're big, young. Well, he's not really young. He's in his mid-20s. But he's like 26. But but you're, he's made an impact, and he's got a lot of size and speed. Mm-hmm. So let's scratch him. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Anyways, uh, Nick Ritchie into the lineup making his Flames debut, and early dividends were good. And now here's Nick Ritchie with a shot. He scores! In his Flames debut, Nick Ritchie shovels the puck into the Stars' net. Nick Ritchie's first as a Flame, 10th of the season, long shot from Huberto, just sits in the crease. And I'll tell you this for free, did not see many rebounds like that from Ottinger in last year's postseason. But Big Rich, little Big Rich, gets to the net and cashes in to give the Flames an early lead. Well, wasn't that nice that Huberto actually shot the puck on net, too? Yeah, after on the first shift, he had a great opportunity and overhandled and lost it behind the net. Yeah, like he was literally beside the net. Mm -hmm. Have a shot, Huby. But no, again, good for Rich. Like, you know, right even away, in those cases, shoot for a rebound. Just it, do something. I, you know, it reminded me of last night of this. You know, in baseball, when they put in a guy who's maybe a little shaky at a specific position, and the ball finds you in baseball. Yeah, the puck found him last yeah. night. Like his first game as a flame, boom, right away. And then uh, Ryan Leslie doing the interview, which we'll talk to him about. Like they always have the puck right away handy. Yeah, like it oh, always yeah. just finds itself to Ryan Leslie. He's like a magnet for those things. He just has to get to the equipment guy. Yep. Track them down. Okay. Uh, they also debuted some new power play units. Caudry, Huberto, yeah. Richie, Mangiapane, and Hannafin were one. Toffoli, Lindholm, Pelche, Backlund, and Anderson the other. They did have five shots on their first power play, but no goals. Yeah. Flames led by a goal after 20. Um, Lucic had a bad giveaway in that first period, too. That led to a Robertson chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richie was throwing his body around, too. 
which I liked. Uh, actually, also, just and we're not going to talk a ton about this, of course. I also liked the play of uh, Max Domi last night. I thought he was a, an impact player for the Stars last night. He's been good against the Flames in every game he's played against them this year. And I thought um, Markstrom was calm, especially that. Did you see the puck where it w- took that funny hop off the boards and he just calmly stopped it with the stick when it probably could have went into the net? It was going to be right in the slot. Yeah. Yeah. He looks he, calm. Different. He looks calm. Yes. And I think that's been a big change with Jacob Markstrom. And we'll get to whether or not who's going to play tonight. We'll get to that at the end of uh, the game recap. Okay. Sounds like a plan. We'll put a we'll put a pin in it. Okay. Will that work for you? Sure. Okay. We'll put a pin in it. All right. Uh, start the second period. Flames had to kill off a little bit of a Tanev holding penalty. Mm. He didn't like that uh, the opposition was holding on to his arms. It was weak. It would come full circle later on in the game, though. Yeah. Uh, when Toffoli drew a very similar penalty against, I believe it was Haskinen. But anyways, they killed the penalty. And shortly after that, had the Stars running around in their own end. Hoover mm. He centers it. Zadorov shoots. is stopped. Loose puck in front. And Richie can't get a shot off. But Zadorov does hold it in. Zadorov. Star side to Kadri. Stars need to make a change. Here's Stetcher to Zadorov. He scores! Nikita Zadorov! Slaps the puck past Jay Gottinger. Sure does. Finishes off a real nice feed from the newcomer, Troy Stetcher, who I thought had a much better game. Yes. The sauce passes he throws out mm-hmm. are pretty nasty. Third time's a charm for Zadorov on that goal. I know, right? He had a great shift. Ninth of the season for Big Z. Mm-hmm. Risky as hell pass from Kadri to Stetcher across the blue line to yes. set that up, too. Um, I thought that Stetcher-Zadorov pairing, uh, there was it was it was high event. There was a lot of stuff going on in both ends of the ice when those guys were on. It's exciting. Yeah. Probably not for the coaching staff. No. But, you know. uh, And and that's what makes Sidorov so frustrating. He's able to score and make these great plays and great hits. And then he makes these boneheaded plays and looks like a liability at some some points. Yep. You're like, oh, there's first round picks Nikita Sidorov. And there's the guy why he's on the bottom pair of Zadorov. It's why the guy doesn't have, like, a long-term deal. Yeah. Like, I, obviously, he'd like to have one, but that's just the way she goes. Um, ninth of the season for the big man. Flames are out to a 2-0 lead just before the five-minute mark of the second period. Dylan Dubé would take a penalty after. I didn't love it at first look. Called for a trip. A master kill, masterful kill for the Flames. But literally moments after, Nikita Zadorov takes a holding penalty. And this time... The kill could not hold the fort. Stars get their power play set up. Here's Robertson with a blast. He scores. Jason Robertson wires one right into the top corner of the Flames net. His team leading 38th goal and 80th point of the season. It's a bad penalty to take. Face-off win right to Jason Robertson. Uh, the shot actually gets deflected, goes right under the bar. So Dallas right back into the game. 38th for Robertson at 11:48. About four minutes later, another blue liner mistake would lead to another Dallas tally. Sagan swings it in front, and now Domi scores. Max Domi in the right place at the right time. Flips the puck over the right shoulder of Jacob Markstrom. Noah Hannafin turns the puck over to Tyler Sagan. A couple bounces later, ends up on Max Domi's stick, puts it right under the bar over the glove of Jacob Markstrom. Domi had a game-winning goal and two assists in two games with the Hawks when he was playing against the Flames. Here, he buries his 19th goal of the season to tie the tilt just about four minutes after Dallas got on the board. 
Yeah. Um, that was a bad turnover by Noah Hannafin. Yeah, that one was uh, no And he else. smashed his stick over the crossbar because he was super frustrated. Speaking of a guy who had a roller coaster of a game last night, Noah Hannafin was right there too. And uh, Max Dome even sets up Marchment, who fired it over the net. I thought Marchment did a good job of being at the top of his crease and forcing that shot to get over the net. But yeah, um, Domi was a difference maker, and Hannafin had a ton of adventures last night. Sure did. Uh, did not look great for the Flames at that point. We'd seen this story before, but perhaps something a, a little bit different. A couple minutes later. And a battle for it, far half boards. Squirts loose for Tifoli, who drops it. Hannafin blocks in, shoots, is stopped. Bouncing puck, they score! Noah Hannafin took the shot. Tough to tell if Elias Lindholm or Jacob Pouche touched the puck last. I think the shot goes right off Lindholm's hand. Uh, great keep by Tyler Toffoli at the line to then yep. feed Hannafin, and then the shot goes off Lindholm. Haskinen actually has an opportunity to sweep it out of the crease, but it goes right off Ottinger and into the net. So the Flames had a 3-2 lead going yeah. into period three. I heard Lindholm on the postgame show, too, saying yeah. yeah, he had no idea where it hit him. It no just clue. went in, and Jacob Pelche got super excited for him, which is always fun to watch. What a big hug. Yeah. I just, I can't get enough. Yeah, and they say they love his energy, his enthusiasm. Again, it's contagious when it comes to Jacob Pelletier. I, I'm a humongous fan. Yes. I'm just he seems like every a swell day. young man. He does. Yeah. A real upstanding He's like society the Alex member. Brody of the Flames. He seems like you a know swell what? young man. You're not always right, but you hit the nail on yeah, the head there, I'm George. probably never right, but mm -hmm. anyway. Uh, early in the third. Robertson gets hit and knocked off the clock by Zadorov, and now Pelletier is going to speed to center. He taps it right wing side to Defolio, who gets a weak shot away that's sticked into the far corner by Ottinger. Kowalski gives it away to Kadri now. Kadri drops it. Anderson shoots and scores! Mm, love that sweet, sweet sound. Bar down Rasmus Anderson. Uh, long clip because I wanted to make sure we had the neutral zone transition there with Tyler Toffoli and Jacob Pelche. Great job getting the puck in deep, recovering a puck. Kadri forces a turnover, finds Rasmus Anderson. Bar down, got the lead back. Uh, extended he, the lead again. I love that he said to uh, to Pat in the post game, uh, "What a snipe!" Yeah, it was an incredible snipe by <laughs> Rasmus Anderson last night. And we know that the the scary ad in Detroit, like that's serious stuff. Like we kind of not that we made light of it because thank thank goodness he's not hurt or anything, but. but it, being unconscious and waking up in an elevator, in an elevator, in an ambulance, unconscious waking up in an elevator is a bad sign too. Oh, but terrifying. unconscious waking up in an ambulance, knowing I don't know what happened. He looked fantastic last night for the Calgary Flames. And that shot was absolutely world-class. When he's joining the rush and he's active in the offensive a laser. zone, he is a problem for the opposition. Flames holding on pretty well. They draw power play midway through the frame. Good look from one unit, not so much... The second unit. Hannafin now gives it away to Pavelski, who springs Hints. He's got a break. Hints in. Deeks shoots, and it's stopped. Now he scores. Jacob Markstrom appeared to stop Rope Hints on a shorthanded breakaway, but the puck squirts through him and just crosses the goal line. Yeah, that was uh, an instance where Noah Hannafin, I thought, was going to bat the puck away from going over the line. Just like the Haskinen play? He totally whiffed on it. Oh, he just missed. Yeah. He, and you could he see He dusted the, the top off. Yeah. You could see the frustration in his face. Because he had turned the puck over in the offensive zone as well, right? So yeah. there was all sorts of things going wrong for him there. 
Anyways, uh, 30th goal for Rupi. Is there a problem here? What's going on? You don't hear that music? Is that your phone? <laughs> Spotify is playing Airborne on my phone. Oh, okay. I was yeah, I'm like, what is that? I couldn't hear that. I listened to could my you, headphones like really loud. The, was that on the air? Like faintly no, in the background? That's like I couldn't hear it in my headphones on the air. I could just hear it. That's in the why room. I couldn't hear it because yeah. I could only hear. I listened to my headphones. Okay, I how can loud hear, are your headphones? They're right like now, loud. Like that's not good. You shouldn't. They're not like that loud, but I don't like to. I, well, I like I to be involved in the show. Wondering what, where that sound was coming from. Rupe hits live scores radio <laughs> at its finest. Literally <laughs> live radio. Thirtieth <laughs> goal of the season for Rupe hints. A breakaway sneaks through Jacob Markstrom. The Stars were within one. By the way, do the do the Stars have the best names in the league for a team? They have to. Rope Hins, Hockenpah, Kiviranta, Kiviranta, Miro Heiskinen. Like the names Jason keep... Robertson, Jamie Ben. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ryan Suter. Yeah. Jake Ottinger's kind of a weird name. Yeah, that's a bit of a weird one. Yeah. Uh, Jake, uh, Pete DeBoer, Tyler Sagan. Those are the Dallas Mason stars. Marchment. Anyway, keep going. These are the stars I know, I know. Um, Dallas kept pressing. How about this? <laughs> yeah. S- set playoff a faceoff. Here's Liddell with a shot. Off the post and in. He scores. From the left point, Essa Lindell put the puck on net, and it looked like Ooh. Stars captain Jamie Benn redirected it off the near post and then the far post and in. Yeah, 26 for the always a nuisance Jamie Benn deflects the Essa Lindell shot after winning the draw clean against Kadri. Tie game with just over five minutes left to play. Flames were on their heels as the Stars pressed Nick Ritchie with an unneeded hit on Heiskanen right in the numbers by the boards, given a boarding penalty with just under three minutes to go in the game, but another outstanding kill for Calgary. It looked like OT was on the menu, but then... Big hit by Weger, who clocks Heiskanen, and now a break the other way. Toffoli scores! Tyler Toffoli with four Seven seconds remaining in regulation time. Scores on a breakaway and gives the Flames a 5-4 lead. Great defense by Tanev and Weger. Leads to the turnover. Right to Huberto. Feeds to Foley. In stride. Outstanding pass. And it's that nasty, gross, disgusting, you just can't stand to look at it release from Tyler to Foley that beats Jake Ottinger over the glove hand. Yeah, buries it with 5.4 seconds to go because... What was every Flames fan thinking last night? Here we go. Another one goal loss, another heartbreaker in overtime. And then all of a sudden, Tyler Toffoli and Jonathan Huberto rescue a massive regulation win for the Calgary Flames last night. We're, we're giving away kiss tickets. That Toffoli breakaway was more clutch than blank. 960-960. Couple doozies already. Keep them coming. Um, yeah, that was a beautiful finish. And the Flames deserved to win that game last night. They were good. They were the better team. They played well. There were some sloppy giveaways on both ends of the ice, some but I thought clean up. as a whole, mm-hmm. the Flames were just a better team. And that's what makes this team so frustrating and maddening to watch. You see a performance like that last night, and then if you put that game up to what we watched Saturday night against the Wild, you're like, who are these guys? Why are these guys playing like this? What are you doing? You need every single point to try to make it to the Stanley Cup playoffs. And Dallas is a very good team, number one in their division, um, but... If the Flames can somehow, some way, eke into the playoffs, 
Sign me up for another Stars Flame series. Again, getting way ahead of myself because there's so many points out of a playoff spot. But there's just something about the Flames and Stars this season. Because remember that crazy afternoon game in Dallas where they almost yeah. blew the 6-1 lead? Uh-huh. But they just seemed to get it done there. They just got good vibes in Dallas this season. And that was a monster win last night. Flames look for back-to-back wins and back-to-back days. They are in Minnesota. The plane arrived around 12.30 in Minnesota for a 6 p.m. Calgary puck drop. Real confusing with the times there. Uh, we'll look for a much different effort from the Flames than their game Saturday against the Wild. No morning skate for the group today. Other action, five games, plenty of Canadian teams playing, including the Oilers. We'll start there. Second stop of four on their final trip to the Eastern Conference. It saw them in Buffalo. It was the workhorse from Whitehorse, Dylan Cousins, tying this game at two, 41 seconds into period number three. But later on, Connor McDavid, full cheat code. Up the left wing side and out to Fogel. Now into the Sabre zone to McDavid. He'll look to the net. His shot scores! Connor McDavid goes five hole, and the Oilers are up 3 2. Yeah, he had uh, two points in this game, which sets a new career high as uh, he's now at 124 points on the season. How many games left? I think they've got 18. Yeah. Not out of the realm of possibility that he can get 26 in the next 18 games. That was game 65 for the Oilers. So he's got 16 left, 17 left. Yeah, 17. So, yeah, I think he can get 26 points and hit 150 points here. I think that's possible. 70 goals? Connor McDavid. Ah, That was his 54th. Would you put it past him? No. I would. If I could find plus money, I would probably hit the over. If I could find the real nice like, total. Like, that's 14 goals in his next 17 games. He just had two. He's got 12 goals yeah. in his last eight games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. And they got, and he's got some, they got some weak teams coming up. Like, if he keeps games up that pace. against the Sharks and the Ducks coming up, too. If he keeps up that pace, he'll score 78. Okay. If he keeps Oof. up the 12. Go 80, then. Over the next 60. In today's NHL. In today's NHL. Yeah. <laughs> Go back and watch Wayne Gretzky's 92-goal season where he slaps the puck from the blue line along the ice and it goes in. You're like, how does that go in? And then you watch how McDavid scoring all these goals. You're like, okay, yeah, it's awesome. All right. Uh, They're nine points ahead of the Flames this morning. Canucks hosting the Preds, third and final time this season. Predators looking for their sixth win in their last seven games in the midst of a season-long six-game road trip. Predators tie the game at three late, like real late. I turned this one off with the Nucks up 3-2 in the final TV timeout. Canucks end up winning it in a shootout, 4-3. to three. Flames and Predators both with 69 points. Nice, although Nashville has games in hand. The stumbling Jets were facing the Sharks' new acquisition. Nino Niederreiter scored his 200th goal of his career, helping the Jets out to a 2-1 to one lead. This game, like the Flames, also featured late heroics. Down to 15 seconds to go. Hurdle now to Carlson. Shoots it toward the net. Block. Shot. Scar! Tomas Hurdle! On a broken play, gets it by Riddick with 10.2 seconds to go. This game is tied up 2-2. The Eric Carlson shot is deflected right to Tomas Hurdle. Tie game late, which sent this one to overtime. Rebound, it's a headband feed. It's a breakaway for Logan Couture in overtime. He's in, he waits, he scores! Logan Couture in overtime gives the Sharks a 3-2 win. He's mobbed by his teammates. Dan Rusanowski with the call on Sharks Radio's Cam Moon, who had the McDavid call a little bit earlier on as well. 
Uh, Eric Carlson, the primary assist on both those goals. He now has 63 on the season. That goal, uh, the game winner right through David Riddick, wasn't very good. On the other side, the Jets kind of got Optimus rhymed in this one. Made 36 of 38 stops as the Sharks steal a key point from Winnipeg. Uh, our Winnipeg correspondent, Winnipeg native, Patrick Dumas. Um, that loss by the Jets last night, where does that rank in the season? Uh, you know, Getting that point is nice. Obviously, trying to keep yourself in a playoff spot. But yeah, those are two points you need. And there's been too many games over the last two weeks where they're dropping games to teams below them in the standings. Yeah, uh, especially after that crazy win over Edmonton. Not good. 75 points for the Jets, are third in the Central, a point ahead of Colorado, six points ahead of the Flames. Final Canadian team was the Senators, five straight wins for the Sens as they welcomed the Blackhawks, who had been on a four-game skid themselves. It was in Chicago, not welcome. Uh, strange goalie situation in this one, and that makes sense because, listen to this, uh, Cam Talbot, a late scratch with a minor lower body injury, so he missed the start. Mad Sogar gets a surprise start. He has no backup as Kevin Mandelise was on a plane he actually arrived at the game during the first period. Mm. So uh, they had the e-bug ready. His name is Scott Foster, who actually did get into a game as the e-bug all the way back in 2016. Um, but you just got to think that this affected Sogard, not knowing yep. the goalie situation, because he allowed five goals on 21 shots and wasn't particularly good. Well, Alex Stalock made all 35 saves for a Hawks shutout, 5 nothing. The final score, Ottawa remains three points out of a playoff spot. Yeah, that's a buzzkill for the Senators after being so red hot. And then you go into Chicago and lay an egg. Like, it's just, that's not a, that's not a good loss. It's for a the wake Senators up call, night. right? It's yeah. like, oh, you're not actually, you're not in a playoff spot. You're right. not that good. Yeah. You got to keep working here. You can't take anybody lightly for the Ottawa Senators. Finally, Washington and L.A. Vladislav Gavrikov scored his fourth this season. First as a king, L.A. beat Washington 4-2. Kings tied the Knights at the top of the Pacific, although they've played two more games than Vegas. Tonight's schedule, Canadians will host the Hurricanes. North Carolina, come and raise up. The Leafs are in Jersey to battle the Devils. The Devils! <laughs> Both those start at five. As it relates to the Flames' playoff race, Predators are off. Avalanche hosts the Sharks at 7. San Jose on the second half of a back-to-back. Oilers are off. Kraken hosts the Ducks at 8. Kings, Jets, Wild all off. Vegas looks to retake their lead on the Pacific. They visit the Panthers at 5. Out east, the Lightning look to get back on track against the Flyers. Penguins host the Blue Jackets. Pittsburgh is in that second wildcard spot. Three points up on the Senators, Panthers, Capitals, and Sabres. Sabres play the Islanders. New York, 72 points. So really, there's six teams there for two playoff spots, mm. and they're all separated by about four points. Wanted to get this get to this as well. Elliot and Jeff had dropped their um, What Didn't Happen at the Deadline 32 Thoughts podcast yesterday. Notable things inside. Uh, the Oilers made a real push for Timo Meyer. The Leafs might have been interested in Eric Carlson. Also sounds like there might be some bitter feelings over how the trade deadline was handled. There are certainly a group of people out there that feel that the way conversations happened this year was not the way that they should have happened. And again, I'm not saying they're right. Only the people involved know who's right. But there are definitely hard feelings around the league, and it involves more than one trade. It involves two or three. So... You think of the Gavrikov deal. Uh, apparently, there was some stuff that went on with Meyer negotiations that a lot of teams have not been happy with. Uh, the JVR stuff. 
So perhaps we get a little bit of a royal rumble of the general manager meetings when they begin on Monday. My question for you, George, is who are the top three GMs you would not be able to take in a fight in the NHL? Ooh, um... One's got to be Kevin Shovel Day off in Winnipeg. Yeah, he's built like a brick. Yeah, he's he's a big man. What about Stevie Y? Um, he's not that big of a dude. Okay, he's but... probably strong. Bill Guerin. Yeah, Bill oh, Guerin yeah. is a guy I would not want to. <laughs> that hombre would not want to tangle with. Um, yeah. <laughs> what about Chris Drury? He's a guy maybe I wouldn't want to tangle with. Um, the Rangers. Sweeney. Yeah. Ron Francis in Seattle's a Ron guy. Ron Hextall. Yeah. Yeah, he's bringing the goalie stick. Yeah. Hard pass. <laughs> he is. Tree's got some reach. Yeah. He's got the reach for sure. I know I could pin Kyle Dubas for sure. Yeah, but that's why, but yeah. who are we kidding? That's why Shanahan's Yeah, there. you know what? Lou's super old, too. I could push Lou around really good. <laughs> hey? You're not going to tell me anything? <laughs> Screw Yo, yeah, you, I Lou. Could, <laughs> I, could easily, I could easily put Lou Lamorello in a headlock. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, what are you doing, sh- George? What are you doing, buddy? Yeah. Jeez, George, what are you doing? Go to sleep, Lou. <laughs> oh, jeez, George. <laughs> yeah. That's a really good Lou, man. Yeah. Really good. Uh, okay, that was worth it. Mike uh, Greer would Mike Greer would Mike turn Greer me would into a pretzel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he would. Um, he definitely would. Rob Blake. I don't know about Yarmo Kekalainen in Columbus. He's hey. probably so beaten down. He would just let you be like, put me out of my You're misery, like, yeah, please. I don't oh. care anymore. Oh, yeah, just I just I can't it. do this anymore. Breeze Bois. Um, oh, he'd have, he'd have to really see what Steve Eiserman's doing first, and then he'd follow suit. <laughs> nice. He'd have well to Pad for Beak would be insane too yeah, for the Ducks. Yeah, yeah there's some... the little ball of hate. Yeah, Rob Blake. There's Yo, some... yeah, Rob Blake would <laughs> destroy me. Yeah, I'm leaning more towards Kyle Dubas and Lou Lamorello, the guys I want to take. Yeah. Away. This has been a fun exercise. Some yeah. NFL notes as well. Patrick uh, Alvin too. Oh yeah, he's, he's just the he's Canucks. Done. Yeah, they, he, they would even know what they were doing in the Royal Rumble. He would probably just go in the ring and throw himself out because yeah. it's the Canucks. Just right back over the yeah. ropes. Mm-hmm. Uh, some NFL notes. The Kansas City Chiefs and star defensive end Frank Clark expected to part ways. The Chiefs and Clark's camp couldn't find common ground on a reworked deal. 29 years old. The NFL's third all-time leading postseason sack leader. The Saints signed Derek Carr. Four years, $150 million. Yeah. 100 guaranteed. Adam Schefter on why the Saints. Carr picked the Saints, I think, because he knows that there's a real opening in the NFC South. He gets to play indoors on a talented roster with a team that really wanted him all along. Makes sense all the way around. Mm. So Jameis Winston's probably going to be a cap casualty, which is too bad. You got yep. your wrists, you know, and then what are your wrists on the bottom half? Your ankles, you know, you got your shoulders up top. What are your shoulders? Your hips. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Eating W's too. Um, famous Jameis. Yes. But you're right about that. Bill Crab Leg. Who's the who's the best quarterback now in the NFC South? Mm-hmm. Derek Carr. Because that division's an entire dog's breakfast. Oh, no love for Kyle Trask? No. Kidding. No. Kidding. <laughs> uh, but who knows if the Falcons get Lamar Jackson, because there's always those rumors that he potentially could go there. That Adam Schefter thing that happened on a podcast that he was going to Washington, maybe. Who knows where Lamar Jackson's going? The Seahawks signed Geno Smith to a three-year extension as well. They wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. That's the problem. I ain't right back. Let's go. Three years, $105 million, 52 in the first year. Good for him. It's about three times more than what he made in his first 10 NFL seasons. Comeback player of the year. Um, Can the Seahawks be a playoff team with Geno Smith at quarterback? Maybe. 
Also, the Cowboys franchise tag Tony Pollard. The Jets tag tight end Evan Ingram. Speaking of the Jags and their pass catchers, Calvin Ridley reinstated by the NFL, mm. so he'll be part of Trevor Lawrence's squad next year as well. Jays back to work. They'll play the Pirates after an off day yesterday. It was weird, an off day at spring training. There was, like, no reports or anything. You, you know, Ben Nicholson-Smith had a great Yusuke Kikuchi story, if you went and found that. That was a very nice read. Uh, Raptors were in Denver as they took on the Nuggets. Um the Raptors led for a lot of this game, but yeah. could they seal the deal? George, ready to break it down? Yeah, um, here we go. Uh, Raptors fell 118-113 to the best team in the Western Conference, the Denver Nuggets, last night. This one was this one was ugly. Raptors blew a lead late, uh, and also Scotty Barnes getting tossed by referee Scott Foster for essentially doing nothing. One of the worst calls you've ever seen. Yep. Raptors totally got hosed at the end of the game. Yeah, it's on them for blowing a lead. But the officiating was just brutal down the stretch. Not, not very good. I would 100% agree with you. And uh, they take a tough loss. And uh, Scott Foster is getting dunked and on a lot right now. I, I saw that story yesterday because according to somebody who worked for Nikola Jokic uh, in Denver, oh, yeah. <laughs> apparently he hasn't brushed his teeth in three years. There's no way that's true. Like, there's no way that story's true. That he hasn't brushed his teeth in three years. Yeah, that's vile. He'd have horrible dental pain the whole time. How are you winning an MVP if you got like 50 cavities in your mouth? And it feels like we'd hear it from other players over the last three years. Yeah. Saying like if they're like up people, playing close, like, oh, he stinks, man. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. That's it's that's just such a vile thought to me. Yeah, there's no way. There's no there way. There is no way he's gone three years. The, the claim comes from his former housemaid. Yeah. Yeah. So the, no. What is she sitting there probably staring at him paid. in the washroom while he's? That's probably she probably didn't get paid, and she's, yeah, she's, she's trying to drag angry. him. Yeah. Uh, second, Scott Foster, we had in the morning report. <laughs> I much prefer the Chicago Netminder one. Okay, yeah. frankly, um, if you want to watch a little bit of breakdown on this, uh, down at Down to Black, who is a Sportsnet producer, Chris Black. Uh, did a nice little breakdown of that Ooh. one up on Twitter yesterday as well. Raptors next action tomorrow when they visit the Clippers. The Wranglers host the Colorado Eagles tonight. You know what breeds contempt, George? Mm. Playing the same team four times in a row in the regular season. After the Wranglers won one and lost one down in Loveland, Colorado, they shift to the Dome for back-to-back -back tilts today and tomorrow. Both 7 o'clock starts. Jeremy Poye with a real nice weekend. Can the Flames' 2020 third-round pick follow it up at home? We'll find out tonight. And good night and good luck to you, sir. Uh, terrific stuff, Maddie. The Morning Report brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat Edding competitors' price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. All right, straight ahead. More on the Flames' 5-4 win last night in Dallas over the Stars. Your chance to win a pair of KISS tickets. We're asking you on the text line 960-960. That to fully breakaway was more clutch than blank. That to fully breakaway was more clutch than blank. 960, 960, Jeff Blair at the bottom of the hour. Lots to come. It's the big show. Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan.